What up, what up, what up, film fans? This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 78. 78, the Christmas episode. We got some gifts for y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This episode, we'll be reviewing Wakanda Forever, The Menu, and Violent Night. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tawana, Tawana, a.k.a. Miss Pettis. You. Happy holidays to you. T-Pity, what they call me. (laughs) (laughs) T-Pity. I just cracked myself. <laughs> Happy holidays, my little. Happy holidays, my little elf. Yes, yes, I'll play the elf role. AKA Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. Mm. <laughs> I guess so. Studley Claus. Studley Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good there time. There you go. It'd be a good time. Welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. Absolutely. We're going to drink some good stuff. What you got over there today? What I got over here today? Well, unfortunately, I got sidelined a little bit ago, about mm-hmm. a month ago or so, and I'm on some restrictions. So no alcohol for No past. alcohol. Hello, surgery. Don't worry. I'm fine. Coming back stronger than ever. Yes. But I unfortunately cannot imbibe <laughs> in all the pleasures of the season. I'm almost there, though. I'll be off on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but for now... And for everyone who's had to endure this or is an athlete or just wants to watch their calories, I'm going to try something a little Mm -hmm. non-alcoholic. First of all, you know, I love my German beers. Yeah, you did it. So I tried to do something special. And it was a nice little sale at Whole Foods. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I'm doing Klaus Halle. Spelled C-L-A-U-S-T-H-A-L-E-R. That's Klaus Halle. Close to Santa Claus. Sounds good to me. No, not really close to Santa Claus. It is but anyway, it is. it's an original non-alcoholic beer. And it's been around, surprise, surprise, since 1979. Right. They've been doing it. Now, while it says non-alcoholic, it does have a trace of alcohol, which is like uh, 0.5. But it's not nearly enough to get you drunk. And you'd really have to drink a lot of this to even do it. But Like a keg for me. Like a keg for me too. But (laughs) it has all the tropes of an actual beer. So it has the bubbles. It has the foam. It has the taste. It has the smell. It has the mouthfeel. But it's been produced in an excellent low alcohol product. Now, I know I said non-alcoholic, and it says it on the bottle, but then you'll read reviews, and it'll say low alcohol. You'll go on that website, and it says not low alcohol. So I would think if you are really trying to strictly do no alcohol for medical reasons, let's say. Right. Okay. Or perhaps you have a previous issue, and you don't imbibe at all. Um, I don't know. I say play it by ear. If 
and 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 use it to your own opinion, to your own judgment. Right. But, but if you want to do it in a way in which you just can't have alcohol, so I'm at the end. So this is a trivial amount of alcohol that I can have, because um, really it's just bubbles, but it tastes amazing, right. just like an actual beer. Um, and my, poured up in a glass, it looks like poured a beer. up in a glass. It, it looks like a beer. Smells like a beer. If you want to go to a party, which I'm going to mm-hmm. today, guess what I'm bringing? Little Klaus Holla, and I'm gonna give them the other six pack. Right. <laughs> because this way, you know, I can I can enjoy and join in the party without feeling left out or looking like something's wrong. Right. 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 And having to explain. Um. My only thing is sometimes it goes down a little too easy. <laughs> so if you don't want to drink a ton of these, pace yourself. Right. Um, right. You know, I think sometimes when things go down too easy, um, and I don't dare compare it to but Light, but in terms of how meant, you know, we this is the this is the this is the saying: we don't buy beer, we rent it, right? <laughs> We rent it because no matter how much you have to drink, at some point you got to break a seal. And I'm saying the similarities can be met in terms of like saying drinking Bud Light, which is pure water. Um, no offense to the Bud lovers, but you're drinking water. Let's do a little better. We can get you there. No insults, but we can get you there. This would be a good substitute. Mm. Um, this company has met, made won many awards because they've been out for decades. Uh, but after after drinking this, after tasting, after smelling it, and not having to have had alcohol in my system for at least a couple of months, um, I was quite surprised and pleasantly surprised. Right. This is tasty. I love the mouthfeel. Right. Um, and it definitely gives me that that beer feel in your belly too. Right. It gives you that full sensation. Um. The bubbly feels, it's tasty and it's smooth as hell. So it's 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 it reminds me of a bit of a Heineken sometimes, um, but with a sweeter fragrance or, and a sweeter taste. Yeah. Quite quite honestly, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So if you want to go for very low alcohol to nearly none, I'd say give it a shot. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's what we're going to keep in the house for you from here on out. No, no, no. We're not doing this all-natural uh, drink. This is not happening. No one <laughs> needs an all-natural drink. I'll just drink water or okay. tea. Okay, that's fine. Go back to your, <laughs> your, your tea. But I'll be back next, next time, film fans. <laughs> Long and strong. Coming to celebrate the holidays. Well, I'm doing, uh, you know, in, in honor of the holidays, uh, I'm doing an eggnog cocktail today. And I'm using Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight uh, Bourbon Whiskey. It's the 10-year-old batch. It's uh, literally 90 proof. And it's from Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Very, very tasty. I'm feeling everything about it. And um, in the vein of, you know, Tawana's non-alcohol experience, I also Mm, made a non-alcohol version for our producer extraordinaire Chauncey on the wheels of steel today. And and I've mixed the, the eggnog with the, with uh, what's called like from the, uh, what's it called? It's a spiced old fashioned 
cocktail crate mixer mm-hmm. that I used in the eggnog, which gives you the feeling like you're having bourbon of some type in the drink. Yeah, it had um, it has all clove, those clove, cardamom, notes, and it feels citrus, good. Citrus, like it an orange feels citrus. Good. It, it's got that. It gives you that heavy note that you feel like you're gonna get that spicy note that you would get with a good rye or a good bourbon. Yes, it definitely in your drink. And uh, so I'm serving that up for for Chauncey. For me, I added the cocktail crate spicy old faction mix along with two ounces of uh, this wonderful Russell's uh, Reserve. Yeah, Russell's so nice. um, I'm very happy about this drink, and and Chauncey seems to be enjoying it too. Um, and so, like I said, for those people that don't drink, if you want to have some some flavors, you know, because like there's so much happening in mocktails right, right. now. If you want to have some flavors of, and some some notes of what you get from a, an alcoholic beverage, like a bourbon, you know, try some of these mixers that they have on the market because I think that you would mm-hmm. actually enjoy that, and you'd get all of those those moments that you get from the alcohol without getting. The buzz or, you know, right. feeling, you know, sick the next day or whatever happens with people. But um, like I said, I think that it's something to try. And I would definitely recommend uh, Russell's Reserve 10-year-old batch. For those who want to in- indulge. Right. For those who want to indulge. And these these mocktails and mixers are all over the place They're now. They're all over the place. Um, So we, you know, not to, but we'd like some sponsorship. Whole Foods had a nice little selection. <laughs> Whole Foods. That's all you get in those. Relax. Right. Um, <laughs> Whole Foods had quite a selection. Not only did they have all these mocktails and mixers and various drinks, they also had a, a nice selection of non-alcoholic. There was a ton of non-alcoholic IPAs. Right, for sure. Um, and they were all sitting with the cider fair. So there was a ton of, uh, of drinks available. So, also, if you're just taking a little time off. Right. For those uh, dry Januaries, here you go. Yeah, and you just want to jump into it. You totally can. For sure, for sure. But great. Like I said, I think it's it's, it's cool that, um, you know, you get some options. And you yeah. still get to feel like you're part of the party, too. And, and that's always good. So. Right, and this has totally opened my eyes. Because mm-hmm. had I not been, um, been off of booze... I, I don't think I would have opened my eyes quite so easily and seen what was available, but I'm glad I did. So you never know. I mean, I'm hoping it's not another medical issue, but <laughs> knock on wood. But and fan, she ran to it like a a, a person running out of the church. <laughs> but it was fun yeah. to watch her eyes shine with glee on this holiday spirited <laughs> episode. Exactly. As best I could, as best I could. So yes, so my little magical creature, yes. Elf Elfland person over there. Let's just jump into these movies because we have three movies today, and that's going to take up some time. And I want you guys to really dig into these episodes, because this episode, because that's so much out here right now. And um, it was good to be see things back in the movie theater, and uh, yes, it was on such larger scale, especially uh, these big epic films yeah, like um, so big, like Violent Night and Wakanda, yeah, Black Panther. It was, sure. It was it was nice to see them on such a big scale screen and to oh, yeah. hear the music and see the sounds. And, and I saw sights. I saw Wakanda Forever in IMAX, so it was massive oh, on the screen. Sort of in Dolby. It was it was something special. 
I saw it in Adobe. And Adobe's great too. I really love. I really love the options that you're getting now in terms of um, watching uh, films in the theaters. And then you know when you don't want to, you can just stream it. Absolutely, it'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. Anyway, so let's, let's talk about it. So Black Panther, the sequel, Wakanda Forever. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Yeah, of course, directed by Ryan Coogler. Um, starring uh, Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Denai Gunera. Sorry, Denai. Uh, <laughs> you think I know your name perfectly now. Lupita, I said Lupita, uh, uh, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett, uh, newcomers, Tanash Harata, who plays Namor, uh, and on and on and on. Uh, oh, oh, Michaela uh, Cole, who we love very much from her, um, her own show, uh, I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. Remember that. And the goddess, the queen herself, Miss Angela Bassett. Yeah, I mentioned her. <laughs> but you didn't give her the reverence I mean, that I'm, she is deserved. I'm not going to swing from her, from her breast, I need though. you to swing from her breast. That uh, is, I mean, her that nipple. That is the goddess. It's not. I get it. No. She, she was the goddess in this. She, she, she'll, she, she should always be reigned. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a stunningly beautiful woman. But so many, so many people were in it. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Um, what I loved about Black Panther was it took a different a different take on a sequel without it feeling like we just had to continue. I like the uh, woman centric focus of the film, which didn't also feel like it didn't feel like it was Beyonce's song, like, who run the world, girls? It didn't feel like that. It did, but it didn't feel like that on purpose. It felt like we were watching a story about um, a, a country of people who mourn their king and tried to push on as best they, they could in spite the adversities that attacked them mm-hmm. from outside the world. And I love that each person had their own story. Um... You know, uh, Suri, uh, she, the sister, if you haven't seen Wakanda, I mean, if you haven't seen Black Panther, I don't really know where you've been, but <laughs> Suri, uh, Nakia had her own story, Okoyu, right, Okoyu, mm-hmm. yeah, she had her own story, that was the nice character, uh, Ramonda, Queen Ramonda, Angela, she had her own story, and so on and so forth, and it all felt really beautiful, Sh- amazingly shot, of course. Um, just flowed long movie, but didn't feel as long as I thought it might. Right, um, for sure. It is. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Would I see it again? I'd probably see it again. Um, and I'm sure many people have seen multiple viewings. Of oh Black yeah, because Panther. of all the money that is made, uh, that is clearly the case. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's one of those movies that's still number one in the box office. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be for some oh, time. Oh, for sure. And um, I, I. I was just blown away, and what I really appreciated about it was I enjoyed seeing, you know, the other culture of of Nemo's people, yeah, N- Namor, Namor's people, and and in that culture, it, it it you know it kind of 
reinforced how important culture and civilization is. And then yeah. when you have all of these other forces yeah, trying to destroy out. you and, and trying to take over and how you have to kind of battle and sometimes you have to find allies and, and you know, what that really means to, to mm-hmm. save your country and your people. I yeah. think it was, that was really cool how that was woven into the story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just a very interesting take because I, I was more interested in, in, in those people as opposed to what the world is being forced to watch again with Avatar. So uh, and no, we're not gonna review it. So don't be waiting on it. Don't wait. Don't worry. Don't worry yourself. Drown yourself in tears. Because I'd rather drown myself literally than have to watch that again. No, drown yourself in your own tears. It ain't happening here, Captain. It's, it's, I can't do it. No, so uh, it was horrible the first time. I, I literally and I went with Tawana. I that was, I think that was one of our earlier movies together. Were, yeah. Well, we had always gone to the movies together. Right, but that was one of the ones where we both had the same feeling like, well, could we just leave in the middle of it or do we have to watch these people cry in front of us talking about they want to go to Pandora? What was crazy is how we kept hearing stories about people killing themselves to get to Pandora right? in the fictionalized uh, place. Right. And then we were waiting to get in. Just, Just a moment as I share this one brief story. Waiting to get in. And this guy came out, grown man, white guy of of older age. He had to be like, I don't know, he might have been like his 50s, 40s. But 40s, I would say. The guy was like mystified and walking around as if he was in like a daydream. He just saw something so amazing. Right. And I said to him, oh, my God. And I was like, Vaughn, look at this guy. So I was like, how was it? And he was like, huh, what? Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I'm like, what the hell are we about to see? I'm not right. trying to kill myself to get into this goddamn Pandora. Right I was like, oh no, what what journey are we about to take? Right. But okay, so we took the journey and I was just like, no. I don't feel any different. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, this looks really bad to me. I, I was like, I don't know what's it, happening. It was just too much. And so I don't want to see it again. No. I really just do not want to waste my time, effort, or money to see this thing again. And so quite honestly, for such a good filmmaker I'll pass. to be so lazy about this. Great, the special effects are fantastic, but... Mm. And I still don't know why it took 10, 15 years to, to have it again. Because nobody want to see this. James Cameron, do better. <laughs> do better. Titanic, come on. I think people wanted uh, to see it. Terminator, yeah, all the ones who didn't get the chance to kill themselves the first time? Yes, those people. No, but, uh, that's so, horrible. So back to, back to better movies. Yes, back to better <laughs> Like I said, I, I really enjoyed... Uh, Namor's people and, and of course the Wakandan people are just amazing to me yeah. and I we love extended, how we expanded upon their life a bit you too. know you got to see so much more of the culture and, and, and you know family dynamics and mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool the towns the villages right and, and so much about you know how you you know seeing women in tech and mm-hmm. doing all those that things was that they were thing. doing that's a big Afrotech. push Afrotech, STEM, and all the women in STEM. STEM. It's very important, Mm -hmm. and it's it's so good to see these young women and young girls doing these things because it's it's important to teach our children we can all be great as girls. You know, as 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 girls and young women, we can all be great. So I think it's it's cool to see that and and beautiful to watch it on the screen. You had some nice little surprises in there that you didn't necessarily expect. Yeah, and um. Some great cameos. I'm nice, not going to spoil it for you no, for the ones who haven't caught up on it some yet. Some nice camaraderie. I like that. That was really yeah, nice. Right. I will say this. I had a conversation with someone, and they were telling me 
that they were having a conversation with someone and the person told them that he didn't think that um, Letitia Wright's character Shuri could carry the film mm. as much as, say, T'Challa could. Right. Um, and then I thought about it when I saw the film and I thought, you know, this person may be right. But then I had a secondary thought Maybe that's the point. Shuri is not supposed to be able to carry the film as she did. Thus, she had help and because every, everyone had their story. Right. But I think that's also the point because it's really a hero's journey, one of my favorite tropes. It's a hero's journey of sorts. She's young. She's inexperienced in terms of um, ruling, in terms of being the sole savior. And that doesn't spoil anything, honestly. Um I think she's just trying to find her own footing, her own way. And I think purposely we're supposed to like bob and weave and, 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 and grit your feet into the sand and try to find the strength that she found um, in, in the film in terms of a character. And so I think, you know, if there is another, um, maybe she'll be even stronger. But I think the point is, is that she wasn't supposed to be the person that carried the film. Right. Because there were so many other characters that had intricate parts in the film. Um, and I think thus, this person might have been a little misleading. Or not, I wouldn't say misleading, that maybe the wrong word. Might have been a little off in their initial judgment. Because I think the point was to go with her on this unstable journey. Right. So, and she had help. Right. And you know, initially for me, I didn't really want to see this movie. Because yeah, when were I first anti- saw... Those trailers, I was like, I do not want to go see a funeral for uh, Chadwick Boseman. I just do not want to see that. But it was beautiful, and I know, and yes, it was. It wound up being I amazing, not, and it wasn't about him. I know, I know. I'm telling you based on what I saw in a trailer. Mm-hmm. What I saw did not excite me in any way mm-hmm. until I started seeing later cuts of yeah. the trailer where you saw the action that unfolds in the right. film, and you saw more of that, which made it an adventure film. As opposed to, oh, I'm going to a wake mm-hmm. with beautiful black people wearing white clothes. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. So, yeah. and I, and like I said, I all due respect to Chadwick Boseman and how yeah. he's been honored, and honored, and honored, and honored, and By honored everyone. in every possible way. Yeah, thank thank goodness for that, and and may he rest in peace. But yeah. I was really just looking for a different movie, and you know, and, you and got I got it. it. But I got it, you got and I'm it, glad I went. Sure. And, and you know, yes, that's that's what you saw in the trailers. You you do get the payoff on all of that, and it 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 handled it so well. I think um, the director did a good job of of dealing with you know the loss of you know T'Challa, and mm-hmm. then and then where we move into the future. Yes, you know, we weren't stuck. No, and I'm glad we we um. Whatever. I'm glad we sort of start off with the memorial. Right. And then the movie really begins. Right. And time passes. Time passes. Mm-hmm. And we're able to live our lives with them. Right. Instead of still hanging on to the to the memory. Mm-hmm. And the tragedy. And of the his tragedy loss. of his loss within the film and, and, and outside and, the film. Right. And outside the and film. And so you, you see that everyone sort of rebuilt themselves um, and and embraced their grief. Mm-hmm. And found a way to move forward, 
and build their own characters. I mean, even Mbaku turned into turned into a different, right. not a different type of person, but he had growth. Right, exactly. Um, and then I'm sorry, I just briefly I missed Dominique Thorne who played Riri. Oh yes, which yes. is a new character that no yes. one's seen, and you see her in the trailer. But mm-hmm. um, she had an interesting arc. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so I like that. And and once again, STEM, the, the STEM for all the girls, which STEM, if you don't know, stands for science, technology, engineering, and is it medicine? Yeah, medicine because scientists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so that has been a big, big, big stance and outreach for all, all girls and women. Um, oh, STEM could be math. Oh, math. The I'm M, sorry, it's the math. M is math. The mm-hmm. M is math, right? It's all it's all science yep. based. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that makes so much more sense. So it was great. It um, was so great. it was great, and I'm I'm glad that that they exhibited that without beating you over the head. Mm-hmm. They just showed it in existence, right? And how cool it could be. You know, it gone are the days of of oh, you're a nerd and 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 harassing someone over that old old standard trope right when now it's really cool to be a nerd yeah <laughs> you know it's really cool to wear some glasses it's really cool to be geeky that's a whole existence within itself yeah so embrace that and love it because because you know let your freak flag fly because people love you too damn right damn right <laughs> so i definitely I, I highly would recommend seeing the film it's just it's it's a beautiful spectacle it was great to to celebrate it and um I'm glad it's making so much money. Actually, it's making a ton. It's just so, 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 so busy making money right now. So, and it's still the number one movie. Yeah. And um, it's number one this weekend too. So I just think that you know, just go out there and see it. I know a lot of people have seen it already, but you're gonna see it again. Go it again. I you're mean, gonna see it again. We saw the first Black Panther a couple times. I saw it five times. So you this, saw it five times. I saw the. First I think I might have seen times. it two or three times. I saw it five times. I mean, I I would I would totally go see it again because I think the first pass, you're enamored by the flash of it. Yeah, and the scale. And the scale, and the and the return, mm-hmm. and and the nuances, and the um um, what's the word? The nostalgia of it. Yep. And then the second time you see it with a different set of eyes, and now you know various movements and various nuances about the characters that you may have missed. Right. Um. And then if you, you know, if you feel like you're going to go multiple times after that, you'll look at it from a different angle at each time, you know. Oh, yeah. So I say go out there and support. That's right. Because um, it's just a good, fun time. Yeah. And and I love that people um, people were in it and people returned without, um, without being just the same old rigmarole. It was a nice depth of character exploration. Yes, and I, once again, it was generational for super generational for for the black community, especially. I saw grandmothers, I saw oh yeah parents with their young kids, kids. I saw teenagers. Yeah. I just saw all generations going to the yeah. movie and and celebrating the beauty of our blackness on screen. Yeah. And so there's nothing in there that that would offend. It's definitely very family friendly, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'd say jump into it and Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yes, yes, yes. So, so the foodie and all of us had to celebrate because me and Tawana have been watching. I love a good food show. Exactly. And we I love Top them, Chef. We watch them continuously in 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 our apartment. I mean, they got a new one. Speaking of drinks, called Drink Masters on yes, Netflix. Yes, it's all about bartenders. And it's fantastic. It's too. not. It's fun. It is fun. 
And uh, so when we saw the trailer for this, I remember when we saw it a couple of months ago, we were both like, oh, yeah, we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. And we were waiting for Ray Fiennes because we knew he was going to bring yes, it. Yes, yes. He does. And so he definitely so wanted, does. Go on and tell us about it. It's so depraved in its, in its uh, dark comedy yeah. <laughs> um, nuance. Okay, so the menu. A young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Directed by Mark Milod. Sorry, Mark, if I mispronounced that. Um, several writers, Seth Rees, Will Tracy, and of course, the stars, Ray Fiennes. Um, Sorry, Ralph Fiennes, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Holt, Janet McTeer, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, so many other, John Leguizano, Judith Light, yes, um, and on and on. There are some others. Um, but wonderful, if you like, first of all, I'll start like this. If you like a bit of a dark a dark movie that's got a little bit of fun comedy thriller horror thing going this one is for you um love the approach love the 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 the, the chill factor of it all right um it just felt like you were a bit on a ride with them there was a lot of dry wits and outright sarcasm um, that let you just laugh out loud. Right. <laughs> but then there were some like hands down moments where you were like, what the fuck? Right. Very shocked. Some shocking. <laughs> moments. Very shocking moments. Um, without spoiling anything, Taylor Joy, really good. Holton, really good. Fines, of course. Fantastic. Uh, I think they're, they're, um, performances were um fantastic and some simultaneously annoying but still <laughs> really good uh i just think you know it's a, it was a fun film and i think you could see um where things get spun you know um there are all these elements of what people do when they come to uh, a restaurant or so we say uh support a craft right so for instance, we're, we're taking the menu, right? So the menu, what do we do when we watch like shows like Top Chef or um, what's the other one? Hell's Kitchen and mm-hmm. Master Chef, all those guys. Right. Um, we come at it as a fan or we come at it as a consumer or we come at it as an artist right. or we come at it as um, the trendy here for the moment uh, right. And it's like, fair. and with that, it's, it's all those people as far as trendy goes, when you hear about a hot new restaurant in hot town, new restaurant, hot everybody new wants to go there. You, you, you're dying to get in. Mm-hmm. You've heard so much about this restaurant, you, or you've heard so much about this chef that's now going to be at this restaurant, mm-hmm. and you will have to be there to get there. Yeah. And you want to tell everybody. You want to take a lot of pictures. All, and put posts on your all the social medias. And, and get it out there. So I think that it, it, it speaks to all of that and our consumption of mm-hmm. so many things. You know, our consumption of art, right, and it, what it affects, how its right. effect is on the craft and the artist. 
and our critique of some things in when, whatever media in whatever form right. whether whether we're right or wrong we right. always have an opinion and social media has allowed so many people to have opinions. quote unquote opinions these days whether 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 justified or unjustified right so i think that this movie speaks to all of that and they captured it perfectly in this yes, film they do they captured it perfectly you got every point of view every side of an issue or a concern you've got every angle mm-hmm. and it's interesting that it's um it's interesting that it's got like uh it's it, it allows you to to go along for the ride you mm-hmm. don't know much right. and you're just on this trip and you got little comments to say here and there about it and then you just it 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 it, it starts and then it takes off Right, because the audience at the tape, you know, the audience watching it as the audience, you almost feel like you're one of the guests sitting at the tables. Yes, you know, and Absolutely. so that's the kind of the the POV that you're getting it, and everything is revealed to you the same way it's revealed to the people at the table. Exactly. So it's you know, we're 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 at the table too, and we are um, not in on the joke. Right. But as we start to find out what the truth of everything is. We're like, what the fuck? Right. Oh shit. Oh shit. This is a this is a thing. So I mean, I thought it was really fun. I thought there there were some really interesting moments. Um, and I know people like, oh, you guys. If you're listening to this, you're listening for a little bit of trivial. Okay, we will break it down like that. But that's what I took from it. It's all the the vast, um, all the vast uh, notions or or. Um, caricatures who come at uh, a moment like this, an exclusive restaurant, to see exactly how they can come at it, right? And how to pull it apart. The critic, the professional critics, mm-hmm. um, and 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 then they then they try to recreate it or or tear it apart due to their lack of ability, maybe. Or the super fan, or uh, the restaurant tour. No, I'm sorry, the restaurant goers who will keep consuming it but not understanding what they're consuming. Right. Or then your celebrity types that have to be there because it's the hottest place to be. It's the hottest place you to know, be, and they want to recreate it. All your tech, your tech bros mm-hmm. who have to be there and be cool because they're there. Yeah. You know, and so you had every example of. Of the kind of people that will show up at, at this restaurant for this fifteen hundred dollar ticket, yeah, you know, so uh, uh, ticket, you know, so it's just like if you want to have that kind of experience because you want to have this this luxury, you want to be able to say, you know, I was there, absolutely, I did this thing, you know, I had this experience, and and you know, and you had to follow the rules. It was very specific about following the rules. Mm-hmm. Then you watched all the people that don't like to follow the rules. Yes, and I'm actually one of those people. So I get it, but yeah, there was there was a whole lot of that. Where are you going to follow the rules? And it was very specific. And if you didn't follow it, there were consequences. And that's what I thought was so cool about yeah. the film, as the consequences unfolded. Yeah, it was it was just so watchable, providing uh, the audience with such an easy way in to the access of of this film. I just love the way it it kept you laughing. It kept you. On a, a bit on the edge of your seat. Um, it wasn't like white knuckling, but it was a, you had to be on a bit on the edge of your seat. Right. And it navigated you through this 
through this uh, restaurant experience to remember. Because I never knew what was going to come next. I didn't know what oh, was going to happen next. No, you never did. And that's what was fun about it. You just never, you just never knew what, what wonderful surprises awaited inside right. the restaurant. Right, and they were so busy <laughs> to coin a, an English phrase taking the piss out of everything mm-hmm. because it was so many little moments even how they would do the menu descriptions yes and it would do it just like a show right just like a show you know course number three course. Da, 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 da. name was, blah 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 right and it was with, so insane with pearls with right. tapioca pearls and <laughs> on a bed of this and that right and very interesting but really fun fun good time I, I i mean so far i'm i'm five out of five on these yeah um it was good. definitely worth the experience and if you are maybe not um the superhero you know black panther style right foe which quite honestly not everybody wants to see black panther. right and if you want to see a good character driven character driven film, film this would be it Right, this would be one to see. Right, so head to the movies and see uh, the menu. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I might even go back to see that again. Yeah, that, that I had a lot of laughs, and John Leguizamo, who we're going to talk about again mm-hmm. just shortly, uh, was really fun in this movie, and I'm, I'm glad to see him working. I'm, you know, he was a kind of broke-down actor, still trying to find his fame and fortune, and, you know, Later in his career, later in his career, and so I think it was it was good to see him working and and, and out here, and he 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 did it himself. He did it, you know. That's kind of what he does, and he was doing it. So, like I said, it was it was good to see that, and um, you know, I think Ray Fiennes is always good. He he's just a great actor, you know. These are the kind of movies that I think that that's right. Oh boy, should be making uh, the guy who. Uh, Who's always in those action films and he's too old to be doing them? We talked about him just recently. Taken and all those movies. Oh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson needs to be trying to steer in the, in this kind of lane, but he just he's too caught he, up. In, he's he's I caught up. Run around. He's caught up in the Takens and in one bad night and in one snow trip and right. in one this and right. in one that. Right. And then I'm just like, I mean, literally was watching Sling earlier today and there were like four different movies that he was in that were on. Like, four might be a lot, but it was literally like three movies. And they were all the same kind of It was of like One Rough Night and it was Taken and it was this other one where he's the father of some, well, he's a snow pal driver <laughs> or something and right. his son gets in trouble and he's always gonna rescue someone. And I'm like, dude, they got you running in these movies and you're like seven feet tall and that's not looking great as you age. Like, get something more classical that you can age into. I mean, look at look at Sly, look at Sylvester Stallone, look right. at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. They switch big time and are still able to make movies that work for them and at their 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 ability ability level. You know what I yep. mean? Yep. I mean, poor Bruce Willis, if he could, he would still be doing it, too, because he started making movies that were at his level as well. Yep. Yep. For sure. But I think, yeah, Liam, take a note, because <laughs> Ray Fiennes is out here making Ray, those Ray movies. Ray Fiennes is out here doing he his gave thing, you, too. He gave you all the tension, all the, all the, what the fuck is he going to do next? Yeah. You know, and you knew he was kind of, you couldn't really tell if he was good or bad, but he was definitely intense. And uh, like I said, he wasn't phoning it in. He was performing. And so I think it yeah. was uh, 
great to see that kind of work done. So, um, yeah, you know, I would I would definitely recommend seeing this if you and wanted to see Patrick Stewart too. Like, yeah, Patrick it, Stewart is still get working it together. Right. And Patrick Stewart, yeah, in the long <laughs> tooth. A little long in the tube, but like you said, killing the game. Right, there's a lot of work out here that can be done. You know, yes. so uh, you know, like I said, check it out, and um, to continue our little holiday spirit. Yes, to continue once and for all the last film of the day, wrapping right. it up on a high note. Right. If you are a fan of Die Hard and Home Alone, yes, meet their offspring. Yes. Violent Night. Violent Night. Um, with the synopsis of when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus himself must step into to save the day and Christmas. Yes, that sounds like nonsense. Completely agree. If I'd read that, I'd be like, is this a horror movie? What is what's the thing? But it yeah. works. It it's works. So Directed much fun. by Tommy Ricola. Um, for the horror fans, he did Dead Snow. He did uh, Hansel and Gretel. Um, oh, that's why it looks so good. Yeah, he did. He did a bunch of those. He's also a big writer too. Um, but starring for all my um, Stranger Things, Stranger Things fans and Hellboy fans, uh, David Harbor. So uh, as Santa Claus, first of all, this guy's like six foot six or He's something. Massive. He's a big dude, right? Wide and tall, yes. like. But it works for him. He knows how he he he's personable. He's comedic, um, and he's just he's strong. Yeah, you know, in every way. Uh, also starring John Leguizano, as we just mentioned, um, Alexis Louder, who played the wife. I feel like I know her. Cam Gigandet. I can never pronounce this guy's name. Gigandet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen him in a lot of movies. Uh, he was fun. He played um he played a a B a B action star. Right. He was also uh, from, He's also from Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. He's also from the Twilight Burlesque, series. Burlesque. So, yeah, he's been, he's been around. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he was very funny as this crazy ass wannabe. Yeah. Tom Cruise actor. Yeah, it was like a B a B list uh, action star. Mm-hmm. So he was he was a lot of fun in it. Jean Claude Van Damme's bastard son. Yeah, pretty much what that felt like. Um, Beverly D'Angelo, who don't yes, know her. Yes. She was badass as the matriarch of this wealthy family. Yes, she was. Um, <laughs> and everyone else is kind of, we don't all know them, but they were plenty fun. Right. Um, love this movie. I did. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. I'd go back again with booze. I'm definitely going <laughs> back to see it before the end of the holidays. It was just one of those holiday movies that bring me joy. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that believe that Die Hard was a Christmas movie anyway. Right. So this just just brought it all home to me because the action sequences in this movie were top notch. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes, insane. Oh, I don't even have the words to describe the fight in the barn with the well crafted with the what do you call it when you chop up mulch whatever that mulch thing is oh that mulcher it looked like a snowblower the snowblower that's it it was a snowblower that 
fight scene in the barn by itself was worth the movie. Yeah. Uh, so many, so many times. Just so much. And, and the way, you know, Santa, a.k.a. Thor, mm-hmm. would just wield his yeah, hammer. He was definitely Thor. <laughs> the way he would wield his he was, hammer. He was like puts, an older Thor. <laughs> puts old boy to shame. This was Thor's retirement plan. Right. He puts Thor to shame in all those silly ass Marvel, other Marvel movies. This, he, this man, I was just like, whoa, whoa. I couldn't wait to the next. I just couldn't wait for the next ass cutting. And this little girl right. and all the things that she did was what where the Home Alone references come she from. She did a lot of Home Alone. Oh references. my God, she was great with that too. So I just this this kind of movie, and I know it's not for everybody. I know people think it's definitely not for everybody. It's not everybody's kind of humor. Do not bring your children unless you know kids, your kids. It's not a kids movie. And if your kids are below ten, you might question your parentage. Right, and uh, <laughs> and. and uh, <laughs> You know, the humor is not necessarily for everyone. No, because the beginning reminds me of Bad Santa. There's a lot of cussing. There's right. a lot of, what the fucks? And, and if everybody didn't have the greatest families in the world, this might trigger you a little bit yes. with some of these dysfunctional family members. This is very dysfunctional. Right. But, you know. It, it's it's all in good fun. Yes. So, so watching this, fun. please don't take it seriously. Because it is not meant to be taken seriously at no, all. No, it's not at all. And it actually makes me actually want to watch him in Stranger Things again. Because I you love know, Stranger Things. I never finished Stranger Things and I know you've been watching it. But I finished it. I just kinda of fell off of it. But I really enjoyed how his performance was. He's great. He, he I think he's a really good action. actor. He gave us heart. He gave us heart. He gave us all comedy. Of those things. Yeah, he gave he us gave comedy. He gave us shit talking. Right. <laughs> he gave us shit talking, no name taking. Right. But he was also very lovable, very kind. He's very lovable, very you know, cool. And very it was personal. just like, oh, wow. I can yeah. see why they chose him for like oh, yeah. Hellboy. I can Absolutely. see why they chose him for this. Right. Um, and he does the same thing in Stranger Things, too. You know, it's just like these, he has these little side comments. Um, but it doesn't rate him like it did back in the 90s and the 80s with the action heroes that just did the stupid one. Right. Com- mm-hmm. You know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sus, the one right. comment, you know, uh, one note. Right, exactly. He wasn't one note. He had a range. Yeah, he definitely had a it range. Was, it was oddly interesting. It was this odd potpourri sub-genre mm-hmm. <laughs> like film Yeah, that you really just have to experience. Because I just did one, I went into it not knowing what to expect, yeah. but I also was so I was I just knew I would love it because I I, I loved the the craft of the, of the trailer and I right. knew I knew it would be diehard esque, right? You know I felt like it was going to give me that you know right. that, that kind of bad it, Santa thing, yeah. You know I was I was ready for that and um right. and it it delivered on all points mm-hmm. for sure. Well, because it felt like um, it, it had moments where it was where like, OK, so, for instance, just the poster alone um, and the title, I assume this was going to be like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Right, right. And which I loved all those. Well, most yeah. of them anyway. Um, and, a little odd people. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm a big horror fan. 
Um, in fact, Sling emailed me and told me how much of a horror fan I am because they're doing that whole thing that Spotify does where they wrap up your year of viewing. Oh, no. So they were like, so ah. you love horror. <laughs> <laughs> You've watched 2,172 horror films this year. And I'm like, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's questionable. Well, at least it didn't, I love it didn't call out over your Tom Cruise obsession. It absolutely, it might have. Because <laughs> it tells you what three films you like the most or something. Oh, I would love to see that I'm going to have to look it up again and show you. But that that was a lot of fun. So anyway, so yeah. So I thought, you know, this might have been Silent Night, Deadly Night at first. Yeah, because it, it kind of felt like if, the trailer kind of teases it It that teases way. almost like a slasher film until uh-huh. you see the in the cuts, the new trailer cuts with the little girl. Uh-huh. And they even reference Home Alone in it, so mm-hmm. so you know this is not just some weird take off of it. Right. They actually are are telling you like we're gonna use some Home Alone references. Um. So so beware. Right. And they did, and they did it in their own way because if you've ever watched Home Alone, you know the setup for this film, for that film rather, and you know how it's gonna go. And I like that they added Beverly D'Angelo. Of her own Christmas fair because she's she does a Christmas vacation. Yeah, with she was Chevy you know, vacation Chase. and all that. Mm-hmm. And that was a comedy of sorts. Yep. Right? No, that was total slapstick comedy. But um, you know, so so it was it was interesting how they how they use they almost used all of our all of our elements of American Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. The dysfunctional family trope, right? The the mysterious guest trope, mm-hmm. violence. Right. Um, action. Uh, and then they try to wrap it up in some good old fashioned, like, love, sweet, and, you know, sweet, uh, like, uh, uh, where we sort of like wrap things up in a bow and, like, oh, it's a wonderful life situation. Right. Uh, so. And, and, you know, the new, the new way of doing it with Santa being a little badass and, you know, having a little too many drinks and so on and so forth. You know, they brought us all those things together. Yeah. And it, it was it was just really cool. I, I'm definitely going to see it again. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see it this again, This time we're going to take cocktails, Tawana. Yes, for sure. And I think it's really interesting because it comes from a... a um, this director is from Norway, a Norwegian director. Okay. So it's interesting how... And we know this for a fact that outside of America, they just give you the truth, right? So, like... They don't really sugarcoat their holidays. You know, their holidays will have a little blood. <laughs> hence, hence the Thor reference, mm-hmm. Norwegian. You know, so they they um, the whole Nordic thing. So they they reference a little bit of blood and everything. You know, like the true story of like, you know, like Cinderella. Uh, is that German or Japanese? It's like the reference is that, you know. When the prince was like trying to find um, Cinderella with the glass slipper, like the sisters were like chopping off parts of their foot to get into that's the real story to get into the shoe. And eventually he finds her and then it put she puts a foot in this bloody ass shoe. But that's a child story over there. So, like, here, you know, we soften you up with these Disney corrupts. Um, no, no, not corrupt, you know, whatever, if you want to sponsor. <laughs> I can sweeten it up like nobody's wow. business. Nah, I mean you got you got a you got a dirty side. It's all right, Marvel. Um, <laughs> wow. But like I said, I, I I like this Norwegian director's take on American classics, so to speak, because you know with the Hansel and Gretel and and uh, 
uh, Dead Snow, which is really interesting. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that reference. Dead Snow is also a Norwegian film about um, the Nazi zombies that come back to life in this big snow cap uh, area. And they chase them down. They've got like sequels. It's a big, there's a big following for those who like that type of horror. But um, yeah, interesting, interesting film. Lots of fun. Highly recommend it if you can stand the violence in the craft humor. Yeah. You know, the crass humor. The crass humor, rather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a big fan of all things crass and all things violent, like me. Yes. This is my version of my, my new, one of my new Christmas movies, I think. Yeah. This would be. <laughs> yeah, this I would, would watch be it. it over and over again. I'd do this, I'd do Die Hard, and I'm sure there's another one or two in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, Bad Santa, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, like I said, I, I just think this, you know, put some things on your naughty list. Yes, we've got three, three options now. You got a good family fun mm -hmm. uh, film. You got you got something a little more devious for those who don't like something quite so flashy and action packed, and a little more cerebral. And then you got good old fashioned dad and uncle's uh, jammy jam with some bourbon. Yeah, and some. <laughs> And some good old fashioned cussing and fun in, you know, in the basement. So <laughs> pick right. which one you are. Maybe watch all three like we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, enjoy yourself because I think uh, this was a fun uh, bunch of films. Yeah. Great way to end the year. Great way to end the year. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, yes. you know, I think we're all, all feeling the, feeling the funk. And I'll be back next time with a taste for booze. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Happy holidays. Happy folks. holidays, everyone. So Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa for yes, all yes. those who rock the red, black, and green. Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, we're glad you, you, you came. So if you like this episode, be sure to share to like and to follow us on all our social media platforms uh that's uh beer bourbon and movie on facebook instagram twitter soundcloud where we host also don't forget to uh, listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts. we love having you folks we're glad you were here this is Beer Bourbon. And a movie. And a movie. See you in 2023. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That is well. <laughs>